we're getting close to the Stanley Cup final, officially starting on Saturday. Brendan Escott joining me and you to talk about what we can expect and the fact that Canadians are feeling maybe a little bit shut out by this final matchup that we're seeing. No Canadian teams left. Yeah, and isn't that the story of... Uh, uh three decades now at least <laughs> at least in terms of winning one that's my entire lifetime and it's tough to even imagine what it would be like how jubilant a canadian market would be to to see a stanley cup win yeah i mean hockey is our game let's be real i mean when you're thinking about the number of canadians that are on each team right now when you look at the number of views that these games get compared to when you compare canadian viewers versus american viewers i mean this is this is our sport. It's something that's trained into us. It's part of our nationality. <laughs> and yet here we are with two American teams. Talk about that a little bit, the Canadians that are on these teams. I mean, it's mostly made up of people from here. Well, I'll, I'll start with the, the Vegas Golden Knights. They've got a Western Canadian general manager, Kelly McCrimmon, who ran the WHL's Brandon Wheat Kings for a number of years before making the jump up to the big uh, to the big show. So 16 of 23 members of the Golden Knights, uh, 70% of their roster are are Canadian, right? So you can say that uh, in, a, in a sense that Canada's been shut out but have we really been shut out? In the case of Florida, uh, when I think of Sam Reinhardt out of Vancouver, Sam Bennett out of Ontario, 13 members of their roster are, are from Canada. Only three Americans on Vegas and only wow. four Americans on Florida. So Okay, so I have made it very clear my personal stance on who I think should win. Um, and I know we've talked about this a lot. We won't go into it super deeply, but I feel like because Vegas beat us, I want to... I want the very best to win and so if you look at that series that we lost to them as sort of our stanley cup final yep. i think vegas should take the whole thing also because they've got the most canadians and at least that gives us some sort of reason to cheer for them when we've got two american teams but the storyline of each team that's landed in the final is really interesting because Florida kind of shouldn't, or at least wasn't expected to be here. Not at all. When you look back at their journey, it was uh, they were they were a strong candidate for the playoffs, and then it was the second to last day of the season, and uh, they needed Pittsburgh to lose a game in order for Florida to become the eighth seed in the East. And fortunately for them, that's exactly what happened. The rest is history. Where this steamroller started up, I'm not sure, but they've gone. 11 of 12. Now what they're contending with is a 10-day layoff between their last game in the Eastern Conference Final and the start of the Stanley Cup Final, which you can hear on 6.30, Jed, by the way, okay, on so Saturday night. Is the rest a good thing or not? It's viewed differently. Well, this is how, how I look at it. You've got a goaltender who has been 11 and 2 in his time. Uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, his summer saying, have validated a $70 million contract just with his play in this last six weeks alone. Pretty oh much single-handedly in some of these games, keeping Florida in it. Uh, I don't know where you go from there with uh, with a guy like that, uh, but if, if he can't keep that rolling into this second round if the rust is going to show on the rest of his team and he's asked to do too much. I, I just think there's some variables that are created by this long amount of time off. Florida was doing a lot of good, Chelsea, because they were a team that was forechecking the heck out of everybody that was playing them. They were mean. They were, they were at a, a peak RPM for their motor. But did they peak too soon now with this time off? This is what I'm wondering about. So I think this all sets Vegas up really nicely, being that Vegas is a team that has 
just waves and waves of depth that come at you. They have probably the best and deepest defense core in the entire NHL, and ultimately Edmonton's offense couldn't even get around that. Yeah, so. I mean, when we were playing against them, you know, the storyline was sort of that they're an adaptable team and they can they can play against anything. There's not really a lot of weak spots that you can poke a hole in in that team. The team's weak spot would be goaltending, but let's look at the stats of that. Playing behind this defense, Aiden Hill, who came into the series against Edmonton only due to an injury to Laurent Bressois. Aiden Hill has a better save percentage at 937. He's stopping 94% of the shots fired on him. That is significant. You hope to get like a 915. He's stopping them at a 937 clip. So in uh, in layman's terms, very impressive stuff from a guy that you weren't expecting a lot out of. And that kind of patches the lone hole anybody could identify on the team. Okay, so Canadians kind of shut out, sort of kind of, depending on how you look at it. There's yep. a Canadian team, but there's a lot of Canadian representation on these teams. Can I point something out? Yeah. Can I point something out here? And I know that uh, this is frustrating for a, a lot of hockey heads, and this is something that I really believe the NHL needs to do something about. There are no state income taxes in Florida or Nevada. I'm pretty sure about Nevada. I'm 100% on Florida. So if I'm a player and I can go make 40 more percent of my salary in a state, that might draw my interest a little bit more wow. so when you're talking about Sunbelt teams having more success than Canadian hockey teams I think that's something that the NHL might need to identify and see if there's something they can do to compensate for the Canadian dollar or the fact that there's you know higher tax rates and less incentive simply for somebody to play in a, in a market up here for that reason yeah exactly and then it sends everyone that could be representing a Canadian team down to a different area and then we have a storyline like you just mentioned Brendan that's been decades in the making where another American team is going to take home the cup. Yes. Who then do we cheer for? Who Who's predicted to win and who are you leaning towards? Honestly, like each, they're, Florida's 12-4 and four in these playoffs and, and Vegas is 12-5. and five. I think this is <laughs> wow. seriously a coin flip at this point. You could make a very convincing argument either way. We did our predictions today on Oilers Now. You can hear from Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Cam Moon, and myself along with Bob anywhere you get your podcasts. But uh, I have the the Golden Knights winning this series in five games. I think that wow. Florida's time off is going to rev that engine down and I think they're going to have a really hard time getting back up to the level of play that saw them absolutely demolishing the Bruins and the Leafs and, uh, and then the Hurricanes. Who do you root for then, Ched Nation? Let me know. Who are you cheering for in this Sunbelt matchup in the Stanley Cup Final? 780-496-0063. We are going to check in with Reed Wilkins in just a moment. We'll find out what he's talking about on Inside Sports just after 6 o'clock. I already know who his prediction aligns with. <laughs> I'm sure you do as well, Ched Nation, but we'll hear it from him. Brendan, thank you so much for giving us some insight on what we have in store for us starting this Saturday.